Today you're going to be learning how your cell phone is a very dangerous privacy vulnerability. My name is Steve. This is TQA Weekly. If you're one of those people that are worried about microchips existing in vaccines for COVID, you're paranoid. They're not going to do that because A, battery packs don't exist that small and B, it's not feasible, especially since it's a lot easier just to hijack your cell phone which is what we're gonna be talking about today. So that you finally get it through your thick skulls that your cell phone is dangerous, starting with the mobile application. So the mobile application likely has an account related to you. So it already knows your name, your birthday, your email address, in many cases, your home address. It probably has access to geolocation data. You probably feed it images and a whole bunch of statistics based on you. And it gets this information voluntarily from you. You just give it the information without worrying about it. You just feed it all this information continuously, looking up information continuously. It collects enough information to make a profile about you. And when push comes to shove, when that information needs to be collected by a police agency or a government, you don't need to be notified because you don't own that information. The company does. Many different cases around the world have made it so that it's the company, not the user, who's actually the owner of that data, allowing them to give the information without notifying you. So the first privacy violation of every mobile device is the fact that you never own that data whatsoever and therefore are vulnerable to that fact. And they're not required to tell anybody about it. So yeah, that's dangerous. And that does obviously include geolocation data, which by itself, without an account, can easily be used to identify who you are, just based on where you work, where you go home, and of course, all the activities that you do. They're basically a fingerprint of you. And if you have kids, well, that information can also be basically viewed for each of the mobile devices of each person inside of your home. So obviously, that is a very big privacy risk. The second is sensor data. While geolocation data will put you in a specific place, sensor data can be combined with the geolocation data to put you in a very specific altitude. See, many sensors like the pedometer of your cell phone can figure out when you're going up and down stairs. So if you're looking for somebody who goes to the fourth floor of a building on a particular day, all you need is the GPS information and the pedometer information to get that and many of this information is backed up to the cloud which again you don't own meaning that police and governments and even hackers can potentially gain access to this information and figure out where you live where you go and all that kind of information and there have been people convicted on this information so don't kid yourself that information is really valuable without you ever saying anything and that can be used against somebody innocent just as well as guilty. So be careful. You might wanna start turning various things off in your phone. And the third detail is the SIM card. And I know many people out there are gonna be like, well, they're virtually impossible to crack. I don't need to crack it. Nobody needs to crack a SIM card. A few years ago, many YouTubers had their accounts hijacked by a SIM card swap trick where people go into stores and convince the store that their phone doesn't work and they need a new SIM card. And this can be done over the phone as well. So the second a new SIM card is issued, 
the victim's phone is disabled, making it impossible for them to recover, and the attacker now gets all the information, whether it be phone calls as well as text messages. So if your account just happens to use two-factor authentication over text message, you're kind of screwed, because now they can gain access to your account. And many accounts also rely on two-factor authentication in order to reset passwords. So that is very dangerous. But what if I told you that I can intercept all that information and I can get all the information of backups and everything that you actually do on the internet without having to do all of that work. Well, it's called the SS7 and it's also called the CCIS7. Established in 1975, this allows mobile networks to do things such as provide accurate billing, allow you to roam from one network to another so you can travel within your country into other countries and a whole bunch of other great things. However, this specific network can be used by governments and police as well as hackers to actually gain all the information coming into and off of your phone as well as all the voice calls and all the messages, meaning that they can intercept everything. You don't need to hack a SIM card, you don't need to exchange it, you don't need to do anything to the device all you need to do is collect all the information. And hopefully most of that information is encrypted because they're going to get it. And this is why the SS7 and CCIS7 have decided to implement various tools to detect malicious actors on their network. But even those are not foolproof. So because the SS7 is always going to be vulnerable, you will always be vulnerable. And that means no need to hijack your SIM card. No need to like hack the cloud or whatever. They can get all this information off your device and if they can decrypt it, you're screwed. And that's basically why your mobile device is a very dangerous privacy vulnerability. Like if you like it, dislike it. If you didn't share with those that you think benefit from this and don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, Email me at ask.tqaweekly.com. Go to my website, tqaweekly.com, where you can see things such as the show notes of this episode, past others, find other ways of subscribing, and of course, use the contact form and email me directly. And if you want to see me play on Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash zaxis1981, where I stream multiple times a week. Thank you for watching, and goodbye.